back to another episode here on Viewpoints. I'm your host, Jordan Voiles, and I'm here with Sean Williams. Sean, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Glad to be here. Yeah, it's a good, good day. Um, we got some good discussion today. We're talking about the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So, Sean, what do you have for the listeners today? Yeah, so as we've been continuing through the 1953 We Are Crestview series, I mean, you can't talk about the history of any church uh, without talking about the Spirit of God, uh, because you go all the way back to the original tabernacle, which was kind of the first church building yeah. uh, and the temple, the whole idea of its existence is as a dwelling place for the Spirit of God, mm. uh, that this is where God's presence would descend to encounter the people, uh, to give instruction, to give wisdom, to give guidance, to give correction, to receive sacrifices and worship. Like This is the whole idea of a church building. Mm. And so when you talk about uh, Crestview, uh, and especially after uh, Jesus's ascension and the descending of the Holy Spirit to live permanently with Jesus's followers, uh, you know, you got to talk about the Holy Spirit when you talk about the church. Yeah. Uh, and so for for Crestview, uh, we are people who are uh, guided by the Holy Spirit. Uh, when you look at the history of decisions that the church has made, uh, moving to a new building, uh, who do you hire to be on your staff, uh, yeah. part-time, full-time, pastoral, administrative? Uh, we want all those decisions to have God's hand over them, yeah. uh, and we see that and recognize that through the wisdom that the Holy Spirit provides. Uh, and so what I just want to kind of take a deeper look into uh, with our time together today uh, is this passage in First Peter chapter 2, where mm-hmm. it talks about... Uh, how God's people, uh, Christ followers, are these living stones. Uh, it's kind of this like living temple for the Holy Spirit. And so we go from Old Testament, temple of God, dwelling place for the Spirit as a, as a building, to now living stones, mm-hmm. temple of God. The people are now the temple. And so that's what I kind of want to get into today. And so uh, I just... I'm curious if you've got uh, any Holy Spirit moments that you recognized mm-hmm. uh, in people, through people, maybe considering big decisions. Uh, what does that look like in your life? Yeah. The the people that I'm closest to that I trust the most definitely um, are different. And I say that in the sense of that, the what they carry, um, whether it be when they sing or preach or talk, um, you can you can sense the Holy Spirit on them. Um, and there's a there's an anointing, hmm. um, and the people that I trust, and you see through all out scripture, um, there's a wilderness stage that takes place with people um, that have been through more of a crushing um, season, and we understand that through the crushing there is a there is an oil that is spilt out, hmm. right? And so uh, everyone that I I trust and that I am in contact with or that I trust in my ministry has been through a sort of crushing. Uh, that produces an oil, and and you can see that on them, and, and it is a, a, the Holy Spirit that I believe. That. I'm like, oh man, I'm there's a kindredness here with this person, and so like you said, whether it be hiring people or just people that you allow into your circle, you have to test that. And the Bible says, test the spirits, right? Test mm-hmm. the people that you're around, and I think for Christians, that's a that's a pivotal thing to do. Um, and maybe you're like, well, I, I don't know how to do that. Well. Okay, that's a good place to start. Let's learn through that. Let's let's look through the scripture of what the Holy Spirit is like in an in individual's life. Yeah, and so then that's an okay place to be. Uh, but to identify what is that? What is the Holy Spirit? I need that. Um, you know, that's an important important question to ask because you know Jesus offers this to us. Why would we not want it? 
Yeah. Why would we not want his spirit inside of us? Um, but yeah, I would say in my life and the people that I trust the most, there is a there is that that weight of God upon them. Mm. So yeah. Is it like that for you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think it's one of the ways that God helps us uh, mm. and why it is so important biblically that we be surrounded with other believers sure. is because we're surrounded by more voices uh, that are guided by the Holy Spirit. Right? Mm-hmm. Like when you th- mm-hmm. consider who do I ask for advice, okay, well, I could ask uh, this secular author who has a self-help book, yeah, or uh, I could go to my brothers and sisters in Christ who are filled with the presence of God, mm-hmm. uh, who in a moment of response to my inquiry, to my struggle, to my question, it's not even just their voice that's responding. It's mm-hmm. it's almost like, hey, I'm, I'm bringing this to you because really I want to bring this to God uh, yeah. and, and the voice of God. And there have been encounters that I've had with people uh, where it's like I wake up as the conversation is ending. And it's like, I have no idea what I just said. Uh, <laughs> and, the, and a person is there and they're weeping and, yeah. and they're, they're moved by the response. And it, there's not a single ounce of credit that I can take because sure. it was just God's sovereign hand putting his people in, in the position to, to meet needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the Holy Spirit is, is so pivotal to how we follow Jesus. You know, in this passage in, in 1 Peter chapter 2, it describes these living stones as being built up in the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this idea of being built up, being edified, uh, being improved on, uh, being strengthened uh, is, is so uh, important to the life of a believer because this is about next steps. Uh, mm-hmm. And so there's, there's this great idea uh, from this passage in First Peter chapter 2, where it talks about as, as we come to Jesus, who it says is the living stone that the builders rejected and is now like the cornerstone of yeah. the entire temple. Like he is the foundation. He's the root of all of it. It all rests on him. Mm-hmm. As we come to Jesus, we become living stones. Like we receive the Holy Spirit. And when you consider, okay, well, why? What's the point? Like why receive this gift? Well, it says one of the things that the Holy Spirit does is build us up in the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And it says this interesting turn of phrase to, to offer uh, spiritual sacrifices that are acceptable to God in Christ Jesus. Right. And when we look throughout the New Testament and other places, uh, particularly uh, in the book of Romans, in the book of Hebrews, when it talks about sacrifices and things like that, uh, it is the living sacrifice mm-hmm. of, of our entire life that is what is truly acceptable to God. That right. It's not just our finances. It's not livestock or crops. Uh, it is who we are, mm-hmm. uh, our decisions, uh, our entire livelihood that we offer as a sacrifice to God. And so when the Holy Spirit indwells in us uh, and becomes the center of our life, well, now all of our life becomes a more pleasing and acceptable sacrifice to the Lord in Christ Jesus. And so it's this beautiful picture of how Jesus keeps his promise because it's what he wants to do. He says, okay, what I want most for you is to be with me. Mm-hmm. And so if you just start you just take just a single step, then Jesus is like, oh, he's going to respond in faithfulness and say, okay, have the Holy Spirit to continue to follow me better. It's not go and figure everything out, and now you're fit to be in my temple. Mm-hmm. It's, okay, you came to me, boom, you're in the temple, and now you're going to be built up where you are. Now you're going to be strengthened. Now you're going to become an even stronger living stone, more acceptable to God, more pleasing, uh, more in line with his mission. And so the, the Holy Spirit helps us in a ton of ways. Yeah, You know, there, there's some ways that we talked about, uh, you know, Sunday morning with the message about uh, the Holy Spirit helps us to pray, right, yeah. through through wordless groanings where we don't even understand, but, you know, that's good news because mm-hmm. uh, God meets our needs, and when we don't even know what our needs are, the Holy Spirit 
prays on our behalf. You know, the Holy Spirit helps us with wisdom and discernment. That was whenever Jesus made the initial promise of the Holy Spirit in John chapter 16. You know, it says that the Spirit will help us to understand righteousness uh, within this world, uh, that what we consider righteous without the Holy Spirit is impacted by the presence of the Holy Spirit with us, that he gives us this knowledge and this wisdom. And then with the way that we make decisions, the way that we face challenges, I mean, the Holy Spirit is described as the advocate, the counselor. Uh, Another word that fits in that place is helper, Um, that this is the helper for us specifically to help us follow Jesus. And so uh, I don't think we can uh, overstate the importance of the Holy Spirit in the history of Crestview and in the future of Crestview, Mm -hmm. Uh, that as we lead, we want to be spirit-led. And so I just want to ask you again, what do you think distinguishes a life that is Mm spirit-led from maybe some... Uh, more mundane? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, from what I've seen, um, it's it's not a response of how can I fix it? It's a response of prayer and fasting. Mm. Um, everyone that I know, everyone that I look up to when it, when it comes to a decision or, or, or there's a crossroads in their life, it's always through prayer and fasting. Even if you look at the life of David, um, I remember reading that um, his sword and shield were behind uh, his priestly clothes. Hmm. And so it's not always a battle. It's not always, a, I got to do this. I got to fix, I got to fix the problem myself, but it's always going to God. And that to me is the definition of a spiritual man or a spiritual woman of going, I'm going to, I'm going to go before my maker and, and see what he has to say about this. And so that is the the determining factor of going, are you living your life by the spirit or by what you think is best? Um, so yeah, that's that's probably the answer that I would give to that. Um, but in the same fashion, um, what would you leave the listener with? Uh, you just you just preached this Sunday. What would you leave the listener with of, of some things on that you know in that same vein of how you can distinguish or maybe that can help them? Yeah, I think about a, a spirit led life, uh, and there's this great passage in Galatians chapter five. Uh, we talked about it a little on Sunday, but again, it's one of those that is going to be relevant every day of the week, and mm-hmm. so. Uh, Maybe this is a reminder, or maybe for the listener, this is their first time hearing it. Um, But in Galatians 5, it talks about the conflict that exists between the desires of the flesh and the desires of the spirit, that there's not a single level of overlap in that Venn diagram between Mm -hmm. what our sinful nature wants and what the spirit of God wants. They don't overlap. There's Mm -hmm. nothing in the middle of that Venn diagram. Uh, And so it says in that passage in Galatians 5 that you are never to do what you want to do, Mm -hmm. uh, which means that any decision that we make, we will either deny our sinful nature, we'll deny ourselves, or we'll deny the Holy Spirit. We'll never be able to appease both. We'll never be able to obey both wow. uh, with the same decision. And so That's uh, good. from there, it goes into the acts of the flesh, all this stuff about immorality and wickedness and selfishness and, and gossip and slander and unlawfulness of all kinds compared mm-hmm. to the fruit of the Spirit, which is the love, joy, peace, patience. Uh, you know, if you've been in Sunday school, you know the list. And if not, Galatians 5, 22, 23, mm-hmm. give it a read because <laughs> uh, it's encouraging mm-hmm. about the kind of life that the Holy Spirit will lead us into. And so yeah. our responsibility is just to, to lean on God mm-hmm. and to rely on Him and to seek His voice first. That's good. Pastor John, thank you so much. The listener, we're so grateful that you joined us today and we hope to see you next time.